Welcome, everybody, to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. I'm Pete Wright. That's Nikki Kinzer. Hello, everyone. Hello, Pete Wright. Hello, Nikki. We are uh, continuing our conversation on going back to school. Uh, Students of all ages heading back to college, university, uh, you are challenged with all sorts of new pressures if you're dealing with ADHD. So uh, we're taking a couple of weeks to talk a little bit about that. And this week we are starting the new school year with confidence. With confidence, that's right. And uh, I, I love that you brought up the fact again that it's not necessarily just the 18 to 21 year old, it could be anybody. Um, now, the first tip I have is probably really more for the person that's going into the dorm room, but everything else, it's across the board. So, I want to make that clear. All right. <laughs> All right. So definitely, I think starting the new year with confidence is a great thing. Oh, I just dropped something. Ah, I'm just <laughs> getting distracted. Okay, start over. Um, All right. <laughs> uh, you just go into it. definitely starting the new year with confidence. Okay, so I think definitely starting the new year with confidence is a good thing. It's a positive thing. Um, and so I've got just a few tips for you. The first one, as I said, is really more for the person that's going into the dorm room or actually going into the university to live. Um, but when we're talking about organizing your stuff, we're, we want to definitely have that notion of less is more. Because if you're going into a small dorm room um, or at best, if you're going to be living in a room in a house, like if you have roommates in that kind of thing. You definitely only want to bring what you need. Uh, It also means less stuff uh, to lose, right? Because that might be an issue. And so we want to make sure that you just have what what you need. So there's lots of different packing lists and things like that that you can get off of different websites. And so definitely um, suggest looking at something like that to give you sort of a guideline um, to to figure out what it is that you need to take. Um, Something to think about when you're organizing that room is to definitely think vertical, um, you know, because you are probably going to have some wall space. So crates, bins, things that can stack up really nicely together can definitely be very useful. Uh, And, you know, my golden rule, Pete, that before you buy anything, you want to make sure that you know um, what you're taking first. So don't waste your time or money. So definitely get what you're going to use packed up and and get kind of a list of what it is that you're going to uh take with you and then buy the the containers to make absolutely it yeah yeah um now you are also going to most likely maybe live with other people so labeling your stuff can be definitely a positive um not even just so that you have your name on it but also so that you know what goes in that crate or that bin so it's just kind of helping you identify where your stuff is because we know that my rule of organization or definition of organization is finding what you need when you need it and that still stays the same on on the college campus so Excellent. There you go. So that's my first tip is just sort of having that plan on um, how you're going to organize your stuff and how you're going to live. But um, now, now we go into stuff that applies to all students. To really all yeah. students. And, and that's picking the right planner. Um, this is really essential <laughs> for, for anybody. And uh, now is, is really the time to decide if, if you want to do a paper planner or if you want to go digital. Um, and I really have a mix of preferences. I mean, there are some people that have ADHD that really want that paper planner because there's something for them to actually put the paper or the pen and pencil 
and, and actually write it out. They want that. But then there's other people who are very digital, um, you know, most that, that they are happy to use their calendar on their iPad or their um, iPhone. Something that I am not very familiar with, Pete, but I thought maybe you might be is a digital organizer. Do you, what's the difference between a digital organizer and like your smartphone? Well, you know, I think there are, it seems like kind of an archaic uh, concept, this idea of a standalone device that is just an organizer. I don't think they make, you know, that there's a really thriving market for those in the era of of like, you know, the iPhone, iPad, OmniFocus, right? That's really what we're talking about. There are apps that you can use um, that specifically organize schoolwork. There is a thriving ecosystem of developers that, that, uh, you know, are, are writing apps both for you know, for um, the computers and for tablets and and smartphones that will help you organize assignments, uh, let you take notes, let you organize those notes by assignment, those sorts of things. And and I know we are going to talk more uh, in more detail about those in a coming episode. We're going to talk about back to school tech. Okay. Um, so, but but I would you know I I do want to to add just a, a little aside, and and this is coming from my role. I, many people might not know this. I am also a university instructor, and so I have a certain uh, uh, you know, uh, proclivity. I, I know what I expect from my students to have in class. And, and I would say uh, the more of a commitment you can make to go digital, the better. For example, mm-hmm. I publish all of my course deadlines as a Google Calendar, which you can subscribe to and will uh, automatically go into your calendar and time management systems. And when I change assignments and due dates, uh, uh, those automatically get sent out to all my students. So being able to take advantage of those means you need to learn how to use those tools, and you can't learn how to use those tools unless you actually, um, you know, unless you actually uh, dive in and and adopt those for your for your life. So I, there is an increasing expectation that you're going to be digital. You're going to know how to use these things coming into class 8 a.m. day one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just be ready for that. Yeah, that's good. Good point. Good perspective too. And. Uh, and I think that with whatever planner, you know, you end up doing, whether it's your iPhone or whatever, that you use one calendar, right? I mean, that's so important that you know, you're not crossovering, um, or not crossovering. That's not even a word. Uh, crossovering. Overlapping. <laughs> overlapping. You know what? I didn't even think about it. I was like, oh, well, of course you're going to be crossovering. <laughs> you're going to cross over to the next appointment. I love it. Ah, um, okay. So I think I need to have another cup of coffee or something, but, uh, anyway, (laughs) overlapping your schedule. Um, you know, we've talked about this in other time management episodes, but just having that one place that you can definitely know, you know, where you're supposed to be at, what you're supposed to be doing and not having it at all in different places. So my, you know, whether you go digital or not, you got to choose one, right? I mean, it's gotta be one or the other. Right. Um, but with what you said, digital is probably going to be maybe the easier way to go down the line. Right? Well, yeah, you know, and I think that goes into some of the other things you're going to talk about here. It's just this idea of having a digital system that is flexible enough to allow you to adapt to whatever your instructors throw at you. That's right. And That's you'll right. be so frustrated as soon as that. And I guarantee you, you'll be frustrated. It doesn't matter what we do as instructors. You're going to be mad. So it just, <laughs> <laughs> just that's the way it is. Great perspective. Okay. So <laughs> knowing your schedule is my third tip. And I, I'll tell you, I've, I've seen this happen before where, um, I, you know, if it, if it all possible, try to make any changes to your schedule prior to the classes starting. And I know that's not always possible if you're on a waiting list or you're, you know, or something gets screwed up, but 
I've seen it where somebody doesn't get into the class until the second week of the class and now they're already behind. And that can be hard for anyone, but it can be really hard for somebody that's struggling with ADHD and can become, you know, really overwhelming. So, um, my suggestion or, or, um, yeah, my suggestion is just to, you know, really try to nail those, those things down and definitely speak to your counselor and know what classes you need and really stay on top of it so that, um, that stuff is as set in stone as you can. So you can be there on the first day of school, you know, first class and, um, start off right. Because again, we're trying to start the new year with confidence. That's right. Yes. So being prepared, um, I think that part of that confidence is definitely being prepared and and doing a little bit of planning, um, making sure you have your school supplies bought and ready to go, knowing your schedule, reviewing your schedule. I mean, we've talked about this before in other time management podcasts as well, you know, reviewing your week on a Sunday and and then again daily, um, knowing where you're going to be and when you have to be there and just getting that visual kind of clip in your mind of this is going to be a really busy week or this is going to be a slow week or whatever. Um, but just knowing, you know, that you're checking that planner and that schedule all the time. I mean, it's going to be your best friend, right? Yeah, it is. And, you know, I would just add, you know, and this is back to, to your prior point, just one little caveat, the responsibility uh, of, of being up to speed on coursework is yours. If there's a class that you really are intending to, to attend and you're not in it yet, but you think you're going to get, there's a chance you could get in it, you better have the materials for that class too. Right. Have right. all your supplies, textbooks, get the texts digitally if you can. Uh, most of these textbooks uh, or many of the textbooks are available on Kindle or iBooks. Uh, get them digitally and start reading. Do the reading of the assignment. Many instructors publish their syllabus or will on request give you a copy of the syllabus uh, so that you can you can pretend you are actually attending the class so that you're 100 percent up to speed when you actually get there. Great uh, point. Yeah. yeah. So include those things in, in be prepared, you know, be prepared even for the stuff you're not officially, you know, the stuff you want to do, not just the stuff you have to do. Absolutely. Well, and the syllabus is the last point is that, uh, you know, you're bringing up and I think a very important one is as soon as you get it, um, take a look at it and start putting your assignments and your tests and these important dates and information into your calendar right away. Um, don't just assume that, well, I'll look at the, the syllabus. And this is something that we can do together if, if, if you're working with a coach. I request all of the syllabi of all the classes for my students. I think it's really important for me to have, um, as well as making sure or keeping them accountable that they're putting that important information into their calendar and uh, planners too, because um, I think it's just too easy to, to assume, well, since it's there, you can always go back to it. But I definitely recommend that you put it in the calendar so that you have a way to... Um, mark what you're doing, you know, totally. track what you're doing. You know, totally agree. And one of the complications, and I'm, I am a complicating factor for my students, that, you know, the syllabus that I uh, create for my uh, classes, they're all in Google Docs, and they are shared resources. And when things change in my class, I update that Google Doc. I have to update it one place, and I assume that my students are um, going to keep up with those changes. 
and sometimes, you know, I'll send a note out saying if it's a significant change, you know, I've made a, a change to an assignment or a weighting of that assignment. Uh, make sure you're you're checking the 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 official uh, syllabus for the class and not just the one that you may have printed out and put it in a binder or have entered those assignments. If you've gone through the work of entering all those assignments manually uh, into your planner, you got to be ready for that. Um, that assignments may change. And Absolutely. you got to know where the, where, what is canon, you know, what is the, the gospel, uh, according to syllabus. Uh, so be ready for that. There you go. That's it. So those are some tips to, to, you know, again, start that new year with confidence. I love it. This is such good stuff. Uh, join the conversation. If you're going back to school, you have friends who go back to school, you remember your the halcyon days of your own school experience, uh, comment. Join us on Facebook, facebook.com slash ADHD, Twitter, ADHD, um, or, of course, on the website. Jump over there, learn more about the show. You can subscribe for free in iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. Uh, we sure love your participation. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Uh, On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright, and we'll catch you next week on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast.